A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Now, Dr. Grant Morris, who's been a regular fixture on afternoons for the last few years. Grant is a historian at Victoria University of Wellington, the School of Law. Hello, Grant. Hi, Jesse. How are you? Yeah, good. You don't just stick to legal history, though. You uh, take a look at whatever takes your fancy. And uh, actually, your uh, personal interest in golf has been sparked up again over the last few months. Yeah, yeah. After about a 30-year 30 break. Yeah. Uh, You've been enjoying it. Yeah, I have been having a great time. Paraparumu um, Beach Golf Course. Very yeah. lucky to have one of the best golf courses in New Zealand, um, fairly close by. Yeah, well, I've walked that one. I haven't played it, but I've wandered along behind Tiger Woods as he played it. Um, yeah. And, and now Grant Morris bit, has played yeah. it too. They'll be celebrating. <laughs> <laughs> Are you any good? Um, I was okay 30 years ago. <laughs> it's going to take me a, a bit of time to um, regain those skills, I think. You've been playing with one of your daughters? Yeah, yeah, Chloe, my eldest daughter's oh, um, been getting lessons as well. Mm. Awesome. Um, and so a timely uh, moment for you to look at the history of the game in New Zealand. Where does this story begin? Yeah, so it begins, I suppose, back in Scotland. Um, and we, we've got a big advantage as a golfing nation of having so many uh, descendants of Scottish settlers. Uh, and, if, you know, Scot- Scotland really is the home of the modern game all the way back into the 18th century, which you know, is quite early for a modern um, sport. Most, uh, as, as we've talked about before, most of our modern sports really got codified in the, in the 19th century. Um, and, of course, we had so many settlers from Scotland and to places like uh, Otago. And uh, so we got... We got golf when we um, got the, the, the settler population and um, our oldest golf course is uh, down in Dunedin. Uh, sorry, not golf course. Our first game of golf in Dunedin in 1871. And then, yeah, the Otago Golf Club being one of, you know, one of the oldest in the world outside of, of the UK. So, um, yeah, we've got a history that goes right back. Yeah, I guess there are a lot of sports getting established around that time here in New Zealand. Mm, so this is yeah, as we've talked about before, this is that that late nineteenth century where you know New Zealand's um, being colonised. The settlers are bringing their sports and traditions. We're getting football and rugby and netball and um, cricket and, and golf, of course, is one of them. And and we have our first amateur uh, open uh, championship in eighteen ninety three. Uh, then the New Zealand Open in nineteen oh seven. So New Zealand Open's just at the end of this month, actually. Um, uh, and that's 114 years by my count. So uh, our competitive golf goes a long way back as well. And how fast did the game catch on here in New Zealand? What was the growth like? It had an interesting growth. It's always had a place uh, in New Zealand, um, and especially since we have so much open space and, and, and so much opportunity for golf courses. Uh, but if we look at that early stages, it takes a while to get going. And then when we look in the first half of the 20th century, uh, it has that perception of being, well, in reality, I think, of, of a game for affluent people. Uh, and I think partly that's the etiquette and the culture around golf, but also the, the cost to play for you know, fees to belong to a club, to have the equipment and, and, and the clothes that were expected. It, you know, There were, I think, some accessibility issues in the first half of the 20th century. Um, but interestingly, uh, was a strong uh, amount of, of female golf players uh, at that time and, and, and today as well. But um, so, 
Yeah, we get the development in the first half of the 20th century as golf kind of consolidates in New Zealand, but it's, it's really after the Second World War that we get the big boom. Yeah, you call that the golden age, and, and why was that? Yeah, so that's um, popularly known as, as golden age for golf, not just in New Zealand, but around the world, especially in the 1960s. And you've got a few things happening. I mean, one is, I think, in, in, in countries like New Zealand and the States that are doing particularly well after World War II economically, this burgeoning middle class, and middle class want you know, more leisure time, they've got more money, and they want things to do. And, and in New Zealand, we just have so many um, golf courses uh, for our size that that was, was something that was popular. And it became more accessible as well. So some of those strict etiquette rules around golf um, started to break down and, and more and more people got involved. The other thing that was happening is that golf became a bona fide, a glamour sport. Uh, professional um, golf was on TV and you get those big three golf stars, Gary Player, Jack Nicklaus and Arnold Palmer, you know, fighting it out for supremacy and, and our own superstar Bob Charles, who I think most listeners will have heard of, mm. winning, winning the British Open in, in 1963, right in the middle of this golden age. Um, so uh, thing, you know, golf just really exploded in terms of popularity and and, um, and and keep building. And one of the interesting things, though, is as golf numbers keep increasing, um, and, and that includes men and women, the actual proportion of women golfers decreases. Um, without wanting to get too much into the statistics of that, that means that a lot of the increase over the last few decades has been more and more men playing golf. Um, so only about 20% of members of New Zealand golf courses are, are women. Wow. So you mentioned Bob Charles, uh, 1960s, the famous left-hander, wasn't he, winning the British yeah. Open? Um, yeah. Any other sort of key moments in the history of New Zealand golf on the world stage? So, I mean, we, you can go back and there's some the names that were quite dominant in, in New Zealand, but probably not ones that, that, that your listeners will, will have heard about. I think it really it's it's, it's the, the other two obvious ones have come in more recent times. And one is, of course, Michael Campbell, uh, who has that you know, great story of playing at Titahi Bay in Porirua and then going on to win the US Open in 2005. And then, well, it's not really history, it's, it's right now, as in the last few weeks even, is Lydia Ko who has to have a claim for the greatest golfer of all time in New Zealand. Um, I mean, I was just playing the, the new PlayStation golf game. Oh, here we go. Um, yeah, yeah, I'll make it I'll make it brief. But they used two two people to, to sell their game, and the, no guesses for who the male international golfer is. Tiger Woods. Yes. Who is, who is the female golfer? Lydia Ko. Oh. Yeah. That's so, cool. So that that means you've made it, right? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um, I see there's a new um, there's a new guy, Christchurch golfer Kazuma Kobori, who um, just mm-hmm. won the Eisenhower Trophy end of last year, F- second one to win it since Phil Tatarangi, who I think was part mm-hmm. of that that famous um, four who who, who uh, picked up the the group title. So maybe we'll have another famous New Zealand golfer sometime soon. Yeah, we seem to have a, a real knack of producing them, and and, and you know, kind of. Leads, to, leads me to my conclusion that you know, I think we've got a claim to be one of the greatest golf nations, especially you know per capita, but I would say overall. And it might seem a bit of an ambitious claim to make, but it's not just about always having the best golfers. It's about having you know these amazing and accessible golf courses, about just, just under 400 at last count, and, and just having golf as something that everyone uh, can play if they want to have a shot at it. Uh, so... 
you know, by some counts, some measures, golf is our most popular uh, organised sport. So, you know, I think things are just going from strength to strength. Yeah, I wonder how, how um, key part of it is for our tourism as well. That would be interesting to hear. Yeah, um, yeah, golf tourism, people coming over, and, and, and definitely um, uh, that's, that's a, a big, big, big factor as well. Well, all I can say is thank goodness for the phrase per capita grants. Uh, nice to have you on. <laughs> good luck with the game and uh, good yeah, to chat to you today. You. Dr. Grant okay. Morris on the history of golf in New Zealand. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.